0: podcast brought to you by VMware Design. I'm Laurel Byers here with my co-host Tashar Roy. On today's episode we'll be talking about cross-team collaboration in enterprise design organizations. And we are joined here with Narek Kirken, the design manager for VMware Aria Operations. Welcome. How about you tell the listeners a bit about yourself, Narek?
1: Yeah, thanks for having today. I'm Narek Kirkken. I started my career as a technical support engineer back in the beginning of uh 2000 so i was back then managing data centers for a web design agency which was a small company working on different projects and also managing the hosting for the client client so and then i realized i like doing uh like design work uh doing with the technical support etc talking with the customers doing some wireframes etc and during that time actually i was studying in the university and i continued my uh, uh education, uh, uh, more deep diving in the human computer interaction where I get my master's degree. And during the journey, and I worked in many uh, global design agencies in startups designing uh, e-learning education platforms. And in enterprises, I was working on projects related to uh, project management systems. And when I joined VMware, I worked as a senior product designer then promoted to staff designer and mostly recently I switched the gears to manage a design team which is a global distributed design team and we are creating tools for IT uh, managers to manage their infrastructures which is a very complex tool uh, at the same time, we are trying to make our experience, their experience, better in terms of, let's say, managing their infrastructure, and also helping to uh, move their workloads from different clouds, etc.
0: Thanks for that. It, it's cool to hear your background of it and how you came um, from a non-traditional design background, and just like me and Tishar, and there's so many people who moved over to, to design for that. <laughs> Um, And also, welcome to the manager's club.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think we were all doing our own stuff and somehow got this calling to improve the world through design, right? And that's when we (laughs) dived into this industry. So today, we're going to focus on cross-functional collaboration. So generally, we're going to be talking about internal stakeholders. And for the benefit of our audiences, I would like to start by introducing the idea of a stakeholder and so let's start with you nareg what do you think who do you think are stakeholders
1: uh stakeholder in general like uh, what i'm seeing maybe i'm usually grouping those like uh, internal stakeholders which are the people we are working with them on a daily basis like the product managers the engineers the technical marketing and the customer support etc Whereas the other group is uh, directly talking with the customers and the users to validate our design assumptions or doing, let's say, usability testing. All of them, I'm considering as a stakeholder in a lifecycle of a project. So different people will have influence on different parts or different cycle of the project. and definitely their opinion will make the product uh, much better but our role as a designer to understand like what's the motivation of them and why they are coming with the certain things etc so that we can accommodate it and make the experience uh, better for the customers
0: yeah i agree with that it's interesting as you are like talking about stakeholders and i was like wait the word stakeholder i was like how do we how did that even become a term because it feels <laughs> like a really weird word to call people um so I, was, I quickly googled i was like what else could we call them i was like i guess collaborators or partners right cross-functional partners is often a name yeah. i've been hearing a lot lately um,
2: yeah P- partners for sure because as holders of stake these folks are also invested and they want you to be successful as well so we must absolutely collaborate with them as well. and, and that's what we're going to talk about today
1: yeah And there's a, there's a simple definition I liked from the Nielsen Norman group. So it says like a stakeholder is an individual or a group that who will be impacted by, or can influence the success or the failure of the project or an initiative. So that's a very simple thing. So,
2: yeah. And I think what adds also is that people who not only impact, but also are impacted by the product are users and customers. So they are exactly absolutely as stakeholders.
0: Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I do think though, like day to day, when when we're in our meetings, right, and we're talking about stakeholders, typically it's in, it defaults to internal uh, when we're in those conversations, right? Um, yeah. Right. And then when we talk about the other, I guess external take, stakeholders, it's typically oh, the customer or the user or the partner. Um, yeah, different uh, partner. Uh, <laughs> I just said partner I, earlier. I mean the external partner. <laughs>
2: And I'll totally agree that when we say stakeholders, we always mean the internal stakeholders and we almost call out customers and users separately.
0: Right. Yeah. But it can mean all of it, to your point.
2: Yeah. So the, I'm thinking then, is this a narrower view or is this OK to keep them separate? Meaning who impacts versus who is impacted? What do you think?
1: so i don't usually separate as i said earlier like those stakeholders if it will be available in different stages of the project so and let's say in the discovery stage we will have our let's say uh the product managers or the executives involved plus let's say we need to validate those assumptions with the end use users so you see like these different types of stakeholders are available from the very beginning of the project so so that's why in this stage, we, we need to have a different stakeholder. So that will be good also as a team to decide who do we need in each stage. So with that, like, uh, we will get all these in- stakeholders available to see their availability, etc., and uh, and also like uh, involve them in the design process. That's what I also like to do in every stage to involve the stakeholders and get them informed.
2: Absolutely. And so we always say that we also need user advocates into in our design process, right? And if you right. don't have it, then you would almost have to delay the go-to-market because you have to eventually get it validated or usability tested by those stakeholders, meaning those users.
0: The next natural question would be to ask about how stakeholders are how you're typically working with these stakeholders day to day. So you talked about planning um, wh- you know who's going to be involved in these projects from the very onset of, I guess knowing that you're about to start the design process with something. Maybe walk us through, um, I know you mentioned it a little earlier, who specifically you're trying to get a little bit of every group into the meeting and what are the, what how does it differ, I guess depending project to project?
1: yeah so most of most of the projects uh like uh, definitely we do have the the product manager and engineering owner or engineering uh, team it depends on the type of the project and plus in in some of the projects like earlier we get technical marketing folks to get to know like what are the things are happening in the market plus like what are the business needs and what's actually coming from the customers uh, so that let's say we start let's say kicking off the the discovery phase and understand who are the people should be involved, and uh, like uh, in every stage uh, I'm seeing like uh, we always have the product managers as a as a partner with us and also the engineering team so that we can set from the very beginning what are the things need to be done what are the things are we are getting from the uh, from the users etc and how we are going to replicate those in terms of implementation stage. And also later, once a uh, feature is released, how we are going to measure those, etc. So in every in every stage, like uh, there's also connection from one stage to another. Uh, what are the things need to be done? Plus, let's say, what are the success criteria for us in each stage? And at the end of the day, like uh, for us, is to measure the success of the feature by knowing what was the objective from the very beginning, and are we. Uh, re- reaching our goal uh, in terms of what's the business uh, needs and also what are the user's goals in order of uh, using specific capability in the product. So those are the, the, the high level uh, people that are going to be involved in each stage. And of course, like uh, in, in some point, like uh, we might also have uh, some people from the other departments like the support team uh specifically like a feature is released to see how many supports we are getting in terms of like a help day the customers needs etc. Uh to see like if the less tickets are being raised for a specific feature, then we know like a the feature is success customers are able to let's say use that feature without any technical help, etc. So that's the kind of the also the measurement we are having in each stage of the uh, development of the features.
2: Right. Now, amongst this different cross-functional teams, there's usually one who's driving the direction of the product. Um, say, for example, in a uh, technical domain, it might be the engineering team that drives the product direction. And in other cases, there might be a product management team who does their research and then they create a product strategy. Yet again, there might be the pre-sales teams or solution architects who interface with customers more often, uh, filling in the backlog. Now, in your experience, what is the difference in working with these different dynamics?
1: Yeah, this is this is a great question. Um, actually, there are some projects also design driven, so it depends on the on the project actually, uh, from where it's coming. Sometimes, like I'm seeing, when it's an engineering driven. Uh, which is more like a a technical aspects are being involved. So for example, uh, things need to be uh, enhanced in terms of maybe performance, which we need to, let's say, uh, also replicate in terms of the experience on the design side. So it depends on the nature of the project. So if it's a technical, I'm seeing more coming from the engineering. If it's a more, let's say, on the business side, I'm seeing more that's coming from the product management uh, and the business analysts. And the other one that I mentioned earlier, like the design driven, it's a more like a, whatever we are maybe finding during the discovery stages, uh, maybe talking with the customers, doing testing, etc we shape those as a, let's say, better experience in the product. And we try to pitch those ideas to the stakeholders so that those ideas can happen in the product. And we can also later measure the success of that, let's say, uh, project.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, Tishar, can you just say the question again? <laughs> I'm a-
2: yeah. I wanted to know what's the, what's your experience? difference in your experience between working with uh, with engineering being a primary stakeholder or product management being a primary stakeholder, you know, sometimes product comes back to say that here, here's a feature we have, we've have heard from users that we absolutely want to do, or here's a feature that'll match that business goal that we have, versus when technical marketing says, hey, we've had this request from um, this big shot customer that we have to take care of. So they bring that, that request. Versus engineering, super excited about a new cool feature that is realistically possible because of technology and they want to add it to that product. So I think each one of them have uh, different excitements and needs uh, that they bring under the table. And my experience has been to almost to look at the other side that they're not covering. If they think of how cool it's going to be used, how important is it going to be? So we almost always play the devil's advocate, if you will. Mm-hmm. Laurel, yeah. So I was uh, Laurel. Any experiences between your d- different types of stakeholders within your portfolio?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's far off from what you two both said. I, I, it's definitely for us. Design is relatively new in the org. Um, we're a small team, so oftentimes people don't know. To necessarily go to design, so a lot of it's um, been us trying to find those opportunities early enough to be like, hey, design, you know, should be involved in that um, to to help you know bring your idea or whatever to fruition. And there have been some moments, especially lately, where there's it's um, with the way that we're kind of restructuring how we approach projects um, and you know just development cycles and stuff. There was a recent one where engineering was like, we really want to fix like. experience of this page and i was like hey we already have a lot of research on that so let's team up together and uh and see how it goes um so we've been working through that together in a way that we haven't in the past um so you know yes it might start from like an engineering perspective or a pm perspective but then as like design jumps in it becomes obviously a more collaborative effort um which has been really fun (laughs) and productive obviously
2: yeah Yeah, exactly You know, in my experience, I've noticed that um, engineering team, when they come with uh, with something for us, they usually know how it would work. They they at least want us to make it look pretty cool or the right way to present it to the user versus when PM comes, they usually know what needs to be done and they give us a little more leeway of how the whole experience should be. Um, I, maybe, maybe it's my personal experience, but product gives us, um, it's easy to start to co-own the experience, uh, with, with PMs.
0: Uh, I feel like it's the opposite for us because what's coming from PMs is typically extremely technical stuff like that. You know, we're not a network engineer. I don't know. VLANs and, and all the, I don't know, can't even name all the network state things out there, (laughs) but, um, but so there definitely needs to be an educational factor there. Whereas oftentimes when it's coming from engineering, not always, but oftentimes it's like, Hey, there's, this is like a broken experience. Um, and then of course design bringing stuff to the table now too, being like, this is a broken experience. It doesn't fall into a tech debt. It doesn't fall into a, you know, a business, um, well. Eventually, it could be tied to a business need, but it might not be as obvious uh, when it's coming from PM um, that it's also a usability issue, right? And design can come to the table and be like, hey, we have this idea that maybe it doesn't fall into either of your buckets, but will ultimately like improve the overall experience and then improve you know, the value that we bring to the table. Um, from got the it,
2: got it. Yeah, and hey, on, on, on record, I want to make sure that my engineering... Uh, st- Partners don't feel offended. I mean, we have great conversations. I think just that in my case, they have come with a clear opinion about how interactions should work. And so that's something that they think through when they are thinking of that solution. So they have a solution that they come with and want us to focus on the user experience. Yeah.
0: Well, how, uh, let's 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 get to like the next question of like how to keep state this feels like a good transition uh, how to keep the stakeholders engaged in projects because there's a lot of different types of projects and to yale's points one team might be leading it versus another um so um, how does that shift how is engagement different sorry
1: yeah so obviously like uh, in order to be engaged i'm seeing like a uh, uh, stakeholders should have role in each stage of the design process. So, for example, like a, uh, our d- the project is really interesting to the uh, let's say stakeholder. Maybe the, the project is coming from the product manager, uh, but uh, is that project really interesting to the engineering team, etc so from there comes the engagement of the stakeholder like it, it obviously like the problem should be clear to the to the team and what we are going to solve and from there i'm seeing like stakeholders are becoming engaged in the project and what they need to do in the in the each stage of the design uh, process etc what i really like to engage more the stakeholders and the design process is more like uh, keeping them uh, in the loop, and also like uh, inviting them to the uh, maybe discovery phase, asking them like, uh, what are the things we need to do with the users, what are the questions we are going to ask, etc. What questions that they have to ask to the users, so that they are becoming part of the process, and and here I am making them more engaged uh, in the work, etc. And of course, this is uh, applies to the uh, to the other stakeholders. Like, for example, the maybe usability testing, et cetera, is also something like uh, engineering and the product managers are really interested nowadays to come to those sessions and observe observe how the customers are using, let's say, uh, that capability, regardless it's a Figma prototype or maybe some, let's say, html prototype or some let's say near real implementation thing so that they can see how the customers are using where they are struggling etc so with that i'm feeling like involving in every design stage i'm trying to make them engaged in the process and of course like uh, based on my experience in each stage like uh, i need to Sometimes invent something to make them engage, to make them also involved in the meetings, so that they are participating in the work and make the project uh, successful.
0: Oftentimes, engineering uh, is really busy with the stuff that they're already like in the process of, of implementing and designs a little of ahead. So, are you having like all the engineers in there? Is it engineering leads or managers? Like, how do you how do you deal with that? Because that's always been a challenge
1: yeah it, it's always a challenge still a challenge what are the things like i would like to do in some sessions like uh, engineering will come in some of the sessions the product managers or both of the groups will be available so i try always to make sure like uh, we do have this session let's say with the customer to validate certain stuff and those are the things we need to let's say check if everything is good so are you a stakeholder be available in that time or can you propose someone else from the team to be available at least I'm trying to make sure like uh, I have a representative in the session so that maybe f- there are follow-up questions or let's say someone uh, were in that session. So And then let's say we can share the recording. We can also share the uh, demo notes, etc. with overall the group. So definitely having uh, most of the people in one time is challenging nowadays. But at the end of the day, there is also alternative to invite another representative to be there in those sessions. Yeah, you
2: know, um, I I think that given the the amount of meetings that we all have, um, we should only bring in those stakeholders who are absolutely necessary for a certain type of checkpoints. Right? Yeah. in fact we have started moving a few of our meetings and workshops into asynchronous workshops so we give them a little homework say here's the mirror board that you come at your own time fix it uh we will get it done so so that's about uh really where we need those stakeholders but then do you think um, you know make it in making it interesting always works for them so they they actually want to spend that time with you to to brainstorm to see what are the to get creative juices flowing, so I, 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 on on the point that you said, you you invent stuff to make sure that
1: they're engaged. Yeah. So one thing I missed actually, you you hinted me earlier, which is, uh, engineers will come with a, some let's say a solution. Maybe they build something. They are also talking about the little interactions, how it's going to happen, etc what i really like like rather than having this conversation so in some point in the design process i invite the stakeholders to be in a brainstorming workshop so though let's say i do brainstorming workshop with the designers etc but Mm -hmm. in order to make also the stakeholders engage hey we have this meeting room we already booked for let's say one or two hours Uh, we are going to achieve this certain stuff can you bring let's say the uh, the notes that you have from the field or from the customers, et cetera, and based on that, we can do, let's say, some prioritization activities, and later, let's say, we can do some brainstorming stuff, which is like a uh, let's throw some workflows. What are the ideal workflow we are thinking to, uh, let's say, propose to the customers, and then we designers can ideate further later and have a let's say walkthrough to the stakeholders, and ultimately later testing with the users. So definitely the brainstorming part is one of the crucial activities to make also the stakeholders engaged.
0: Yeah, so obviously they are giving this. Oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah. yeah, because they feel also like it contributed. Nowadays I'm feeling many stakeholders want to do a design work because at the end of the day, the design is the visible part to the users whenever, that's a designer is walking through a design stuff to the stakeholders everybody are seeing the designs nobody some people are forgetting about the technology is going to be used or the backend stuff etc because whatever is visible get attention so that's why I like a, in order to have a good al- allies for you the the product managers engineers and other folks so bring them to your uh, ideation sessions
0: mm-hmm. So now you're bringing them to the ideation sessions, they're engaged, you know, more than they ever have been. Um, and they're providing a lot of feedback, probably, you know, you're yes. hoping at this point, but you have to also know what feedback to incorporate and what not to. So maybe, maybe speak to your experience of like, how do you meet with, I don't know, how do you balance those com- competing, like demands and feedback coming from all these different stakeholders? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, yeah um so you will like you 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 already experienced right some of the feedback are really great feedback so some of the feedback are maybe subjective feedback etc so we need to understand like uh, where are those uh ideas or feedback are originating for example what's the motivation for a certain feedback etc why certain stakeholders are asking certain changes uh, sometimes you realize like hey, you already created the design it went a couple of cycle for reviews and suddenly one person will come and totally change some of this stuff by changing I mean there's an opinion and totally let's say you you need more time to do because there are some of the stuff we d- didn't uh, discuss earlier so i need i guess there is a need to from the designer actually to to understand what's the motivation and also try to understand from where that feedback is coming so you can see like is it uh, let's say uh subjective feedback or this feedback is really maybe coming to a customer to that stakeholder and some some of the things I'm feeling, some stakeholders I'm feeling they are translating the feedback in a different way, so that's why we need to go back from the original of the from where that original feedback came, so that we can decide if there are any follow up questions we can ask, and decide in know if we need to take that feedback into account and do updates, etc.
2: Yeah, yeah, I love the fact that you bring this one, um, Narek, where the why is important. They might have a feedback, but really understanding the motivation behind why they're uh, pointing that out is so important,
1: right? Yeah, keep asking why, 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 for example, like I, I, I always tell like my stakeholders, even my uh, my design team, like hey, we as a designers, we need to act as a, as a kids. So kids always asking to the parents, why, 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 why? Right, keep repeating, so. Right,
2: yeah. And, the, and then and then one other thing that I have uh, tried is that we don't say no to anything. We just use a priority matrix to see effort versus value and see where that lies. So instead of saying, no, we're not going to do that, we push it down in the backlog. And then we come back to it when, when we have nothing better to do. But can you share a time when you had to navigate any challenging stakeholder situation and, and how you approached it?
1: Uh, yeah, as I said earlier, like at this last minute, changes or the feedback maybe coming from, let's say, executive require more design work, and ultimately it might require also to maybe implementation work, et cetera, which can shift, let's say, the timeline to the delivery and so on. So one of the things I, I try to navigate is to active listening to the stakeholders' concern and, let's say, understanding the underlying, as I said, the motivation earlier So we need to show, let's say, uh, like a more empathy and maybe validate their perspective to foster for open, let's say, communication. That's one thing I always try uh, to do with the stakeholders. And one of the other thing I try to do is to, let's say, evaluate the impact of the, let's say, uh, potential maybe change they ask uh, for, let's say, to propose change on the design. So, and that's what, that's like a, I am feeling from time to time it's happening. So that's why we need to find, let's say strategies to deal on this, let's say the, um, the challenging situation and try to navigate in a better direction.
0: So Narek, how do you measure the success of stakeholder engagement in a design project? Are there actual metrics that you're keeping track of or?
1: As like I, I measure the, the success of the design, always I also try to measure the uh, the success of the stakeholder engagement. Um, so I'm feeling like there are some key metrics I observe and evaluate to see like if the stakeholders are engaged uh, in the project. So for example, I observe like how often they are providing feedback. Uh, is the feedback? Let's say they're sending through email, Slack, or let's say they're adding a comment to Figma. And what are the types of the comment they are providing? And sometimes, like, are the feedback is coming through the design walkthrough, etc. So those are the 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 couple of metrics. Plus, let's say uh, one of the challenging points I'm seeing uh, always. Uh, stakeholders might not provide feedback during let's say the design walkthrough and the review. sometimes the let's say the feedback is coming to let's say after the implementation so which means they already tested the feature and now they they are ready to provide feedback etc which is also uh, another way like uh, to see like uh, maybe in the earlier stages they are not engaged now they are, engage in the later which they started let's say testing some of the stuff and that's one of the things i also measure to see like some some key metrics to see like if they are really engaged and when they are engaged so next time i try to make them more engaged maybe in the earlier process that's the feedback i also would like to get so that we incorporate those feedback from the very beginning
0: yeah, that makes sense. And how are you ensuring the final designs meet the needs and expectations of these um, of the stakeholders and, and the business?
1: Yeah, so one of the things, like a final design of meeting the expectations, are going back to the requirements. So, if the requirements are clear and everybody are agreeing to the requirements and uh there might be a couple of design solutions so let's say we pick the one of the solutions or a couple of solutions and we test with the users and we provide the, the insights to the stakeholders these are the feedback we get from the users and so on and the decision is to proceed with a certain design and then let's say or certain or a couple of designs or two designs maybe and do a b testing later also after implementation so this, there are certain aspects to see like if the requirements are, let's say we are meeting through the requirement and everything which was defined from the very beginning are incorporated in the design. Brilliant conversation, Nareg, you know, design is a team
2: sport and stakeholder alignment and engagement is so critical to our success, right? And so their opinion absolutely matters. And I love how you talked about active listening skills,
1: That's the, I guess, like the active listening skill. We always, maybe managers are getting that as a skill, right? But I'm seeing that skills should be also uh, for individual designers, so active listening, also to understand like the motivation of certain things, et cetera. And later, like uh, you as a designer decide which one to proceed and which way let's say to validate etc so there are other skills like a, maybe the management skills like a designer should also have to let's say navigate uh, the discussion through the stakeholders because obviously we are dealing with the stakeholders on a daily basis and we need to find a way to better communicate and also make sure that the project is successful
2: yeah. And I love that that fact as well, where, you know, it is on design managers to ensure that we have that right alignment and expectation set and the group created where we can facilitate creative conversations and, and con- consistent uh, improvement on the design, while our designers can then focus on what they do best, right? Like design and deliver on time. But it was brilliant talking to you, Nareg. Wish you all the very best. And um, until next week, or until next month.
0: <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah. Uh, in, whether it's in Armenia or whether it's in the US. But let's catch up yeah. sometime, Nareg.
1: Sure, uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah.